is that? It's a markless episode. So, as Jarek said, mark your calendars because this never happens. No. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, man. I'm Chaz. And with I'm me Jarek. are these people. Introduce yourselves. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. I'm Jarek. I work with Chaz, and I'm here. What's up? I do a show. It's called the Adventure Begins Show. Once again, with Chaz, and now I'm here <laughs> doing this show, which is nerd. Uh oh. You froze up. Okay. God, really? Ah, man. <laughs> of course. And of course, man, the show is nothing without the queen of comics herself, Miss Jen. Yeah, hey, Miss Jen, I like watching the adventure show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. We, I enjoy watching your comic shows that you have. It's really cool. All the dirty entertainment all in this room, the content being created all the time is astronomical. And it's so crazy. So um, usually Mark starts out with like the best movies of the week and whatnot and what's on top and all that jazz. I don't know anything about it because I'm so busy. I don't I don't prepare for this show. I just no. use show draw. Okay, and... I hot new movie. So hot. As a huge spoiler in it though, so I I hesitate to talk about it. Um, I went and watched Empire Strikes Back, but. I can't tell you a whole bunch because there's a big spoiler in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, I heard, I heard that Luke is actually Palpatine's kid. Just saying. What? No. That's what I heard. Someone's been messing with you. Hmm. Man, I don't know anything about movies then. Apparently, <laughs> puppets are where it is. That's what I'm saying. Puppets. Oh. Okay. All right. Serious question as we begin this show because <laughs> we're a serious show, obviously. Uh, if you can take any movie, any movie, and make the entire cast but one character all Muppets, mm. what movie would it be, and what character would you keep live action? Okay, so I've seen this on social medias, and I think it's a yeah. great question because I love the Muppets. Yeah. The Muppets was one of the shows, like, when I was a kid, I'd just go around, uh, you know, quoting lines and stuff from Muppets, obviously, when it was in syndication and whatnot. So I've seen this on social media, but um, when I see it, I think about it, and then I stop thinking about it. So I don't know if I yeah. have an answer, uh, but I can think of one while Jin tells us her answer. Oh. Well, I mean, the obvious answer is John Wick, but I thought of one the other day that would have been fun to try to figure out how to do. Do Jurassic Park, leave Ian Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Even Muppet dinosaurs, everything. Yes, especially that. <laughs> I am sold. All right. Well, you can right. replace some of those dinosaurs uh, with like the yip yips. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you can even do that with Jaws, where it's like yip yip, yip 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 Man, see, I think I'd be torn between. Uh, they're both Tarantino flicks. I don't know why, but when I, whenever I see this question, I gravitate gravitate towards Tarantino. I kind of want either Pulp Fiction for sure as a Muppet, but I'll keep. Um, I'll keep. I'll, I'll keep Vince Vega. I think is my 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 one human. Or I would go with um, Kill Bill. And you have to keep Uma Thurman as you know your one character, but I think that's. I don't know why, but those are the two I always gravitate towards for this question. Yeah. See, when you brought up um, Pulp Fiction, as far as Muppets go, I'm like, it reminds me, for some reason, I just went straight towards, uh, like, Crank Anchors. You remember that show? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, of dancing and whatnot. Man, I don't know. There's just so... I don't know. See, all my all the movies I watch are comic book movies, so it's like, maybe, like, um, I don't know, Batman Begins. I obviously, keep Christian Bell, but everybody else... So he's like, show me where they are. And he's like, no, 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 man, where are they? Where are the drugs? Ah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about Scott Pilgrim? Ooh. Scott. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, actually. Ooh. You could yeah. do Bill and Ted, uh, do that. Just keep Bill and Ted and everybody else from Muppets. That also fit really well. Yeah. Or no, no, keep Rufus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or just everybody you're human except for Bill and Ted. 
they kind of walk around like Muppets anyway. Our viewers out there, you totally need to like interact and tell us what your favorite uh, movie would be to make this exchange for. Yeah. This is a serious, like I said, super serious question. You know, we are a very serious show. Yep. We deal out only the serious of, of answers to these things, obviously. Cherik, are you serious? Are you super serious or are you super serial? Dude, I am super serial about this. Um, so much so, I kind of want cardboard cutouts of me at the, uh, the Colorado Stadiums. That's what I'm saying. So I was going to segue right into that because I know it's, uh, it's nerdy on the fact because it's like TV show related. Jen, do you watch football at all? Uh, I only really watch football live. I don't really like watching it on TV as much. Right on. Did you hear about what the Denver Broncos had at their stadium this past Sunday? Uh, No. I know that there's a lot of stadiums out there that have, like, you could pay a lot of extra money and have, like, a cardboard cutout of you put in, like, the end zone. Yeah. So All kinds of weird things that aren't like them. Right. Talking about weird things with cardboard cutouts, Chaz, take it away. Exactly. Oh, so, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park donated um, cutouts of every single South Park character oh, in the lot to fill the seats at um, uh, at Mile High at yep. the, at the Broncos game. So uh, while you panned over, you saw all the characters from South Park, uh, even, you know, the boys, you know, Kenny, Stan, uh, Cartman, and uh, Kyle were right there. Uh, they were all wearing face masks because, yep. you know, that's, them's the rules. Um, they've been fans of the different Broncos um, since forever. And out of 23 uh, seasons, they just started 24. Out of 23 seasons, they've mentioned the Denver Broncos at least 50 times. There's and, a possibility that they were the father of Cartman. So, I mean, there's that. That is true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've made fun of Tom Brady quite a bit. That's, you know, that was part of the joke since Tom, they were playing the box. So Tom Brady was in the stadium and whatnot. And, um, but, um, you know, the cutouts, what it costs to make the cutouts, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, duplicated that money and gave it to the Broncos Foundation. So a lot of that. So it was really cool. Yeah. But if you go around and look at the pictures, it's so awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> so it was really cool, man. It was really fun. But football can be fun sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sports. Sports ball. All the, all the sports sports. ball. <laughs> so we've got, um, I don't know, there's a lot of TV stuff going on, there right? A lot. Yeah. So... If you want to, if you want to do some TV things, um, I'm gonna ink and interact. But uh, go for it, man. Yeah. I think there's like so many good shows that are going on right now. But the one that just dropped that I have been looking forward to for a long time because it's they uh, kind of like teased it in the Entertainment Weekly that I read. Um, is called Utopia and mm. the. Don't go out and try to find the comic book Utopia at your local comic shop because it's not a real comic book, despite what the TV show says. <laughs> I'm crazy that they don't exist. Hmm. Artists that did the art for it does exist and does hmm. work comic books, but that it, it there's no actual book, which they should make, by the way, because I would totally own it. But uh, the idea is that there are uh, people that are very obsessed with this book that happened a long time ago, longish time ago, that seems to have predicted a great uh, pandemic kind of situations, like diseases that it re released, just like hidden in, in the pages of the book. Uh, that there, the bad guy in the book is named Mr. Rabbit, and. Uh, there is a, a saying that they say is a uh, um, uh, what does it say? Something about Jessica Hyde. So Jessica Hyde character of the book, and she's supposed to say like, "Where is Jessica Hyde?" or "Trust Jessica Hyde." Those kinds of things. But um, who is John Galt, right? Yeah. So in the beginning of the first episode, you find out that. Um, Someone has passed away, 
And in their house are the pages to the unprinted next book, which is called Utopia. I think the first hmm. one was Dystopia or something. But, uh, and so uh, the, this family takes it to go get sold at this like convention and lets people bid. But the problem is, is that the bad guys that are a part of the book are actually part of a grand conspiracy that are actually making viruses and releasing them, et cetera. So it's like everything that happened in those books really, really happened. And mm-hmm. just, so it's like this big adventure about kind of like let you know more and more about like how real is what it's super brutal. It's a very, very brutal show. If you do not like harm to kids and lots of murdery parts it's not for you don't watch it with your kids in the room not for them oh i like this already <laughs> yeah i'm yeah i'm sold to this already this is the last part of it and john, the... not playing not playing john cusack that's oh, good really? <laughs> that's cool because i know he gets it's really easy to make john cusack be just john cusack and anything and you're watching serendipity or something mm, must love dogs I think the closest I've seen him be like this is maybe like blank, but even more serious. Okay. It's kind of like he's a he's not a, like a happy-go-lucky character. Hmm. What platform is this on? I think it's on. Oh. Could be Netflix though. That's, that's the only two that I watch, so it's one of those two. Hopefully Netflix. Yeah. I still have primed up my TV. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't primed it up. See, but I'm so I, I am primed up, but I've just been kind of like procrastinating and watching various things that's on Prime right now that I should be watching. Um, Utopia is one of them. Um, I think the biggest one is The Boys. Uh, it's because yeah. um, everyone's like, every week, hey, you caught up? You caught up? You caught up? I'm like, dude, no. I'm, I, say, I say I have too much going on in my life, but really, I'm not ready to watch The Boys yet. I got to be in the right mood to. Uh, You're not caught up with The Boys? Oh, my God. I know, I know, we're the worst nerds ever. See, you know, when I walked in on Saturday, getting ready for a sports break, we did our first sports break on Saturday, and uh, it was a lot of fun once all the technical difficulties uh, subsided. But yeah. anyway, I saw Noah, and I was trying to avoid Noah as much as possible because he was like, okay, dude, because I saw him on Monday or Wednesday or whatever, and I was like, dude, I've got Sunday or I've got Friday or whatever, and I'm going to plan it out, and I'm going to watch the boys I get the whole day. Turns out I got busy, as always, because, you know, my life. So I was trying to avoid him as much as possible, but I was busy as well. So I wasn't really avoiding him. I was just trying to get my work done. But I was hoping he wouldn't corner me and be like, the boys, we got to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So what is oh, today's Monday. My, my whole week's shot. So yeah. I won't be able to watch it until maybe Sunday if I'm awake. So. Yeah. Like, I might finally get time to watch it tomorrow, maybe tonight, if I really want to crack down and do it. But no, he came in tonight as we're uh, doing our miniature Monday stuff. And he's like, so uh, one of the first things he asked is, uh, caught up on the boys yet? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> stop asking about the boys. Stop asking about the boys. And um, I feel bad because I told him I would be caught up by now. But I told him the same thing, and I'm happy that, uh, you know, boy, The Boys is one of those cool shows that that's streaming right now that I feel like is a water cooler show. Yeah. Had it with like the uh, well, obviously the first season, but you had it with um, the, the Walking Dead, or you've had it with I don't know what else has come out. Uh, the Umbrella Academy was Umbrella brought- Academy. I know Game of Thrones for the longest time was always a water cooler show that everyone, everyone talked about. The Boy, yeah, it, it is cool seeing that the boys is at that level, especially such an obscure yeah. IP. The Tiger King was one of those, obviously, yep. as well. Yep. So, I mean, usually I'm on top of that because I want to be in the, not, not only is it a great show, but I want to be part of the conversation. Because people who come into the shop, they ask you about it. And I'm like, yes. Um, I feel at this point, um, I, I still have a chance to get caught up and be part of that said conversation. Uh, if I wait another week or two, I'm not going to be. They're just going to be like, dude, yeah, yeah that was like so. Yeah. You're 2000 late, son. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Because the, the spoilers are real, man. you got to be careful. Because you definitely watch it. You don't want to be spoiled on what's happening. Because uh-huh. there's stuff. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty fortunate as far as on my social media feeds. 
the rock and roller or that rock and roll community outweighs the nerd community. Mm. So I'm not seeing those spoilers whatsoever. I mean, usually I'm seeing, you know, hey, come see our show or here's a new rock album or whatever. Um, the only time I see anything nerd-like is if it's in, if I've searched for it on, you know, Google and it's like, you might like this. You you looked up a battering. Do you want to buy one? <laughs> you know, something like that. But as yeah. far as people posting... I haven't seen anything and i don't think the boys has transitioned over as well as the tiger king where everybody was watching it yeah, i think the boys was just that. like a certain demographic and um yeah so I, i'm lucky on that part yeah see i i follow like karen fukuhara keith urban jack quaid all of them on insta so like i see behind the scenes things they're posting constantly because it's, it's you know the show's airing and they want people to watch it but and it's like there's small like quips that you, I'm sure if you watch the episode you understand what they're saying in the in the title. But uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to escape the uh, the spoilers except for like the trailer they dropped um, with the boat and the whale and the deep. And that was like that was one where it's like that was a hype trailer. It's I figured if they're gonna drop that, that is um, uh, that's small potatoes compared to everything else that might be happening this season. So I don't. I don't feel too bad watching that spoiler, I guess, but, um, yeah, yeah I don't know what that even means, so. <laughs> oh, oh, well, there you go. It's an awesome scene. <laughs> my first spoiler that I don't have any, I don't, I don't know anything about. <laughs> right on. God, no, it should be good. It should be good. I'm excited. You guys right. want to something? Because I think I giggle about it. So we're, you know, we don't, we don't like watching things that are, like, super serious for our last show before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. So it's with Utopia, which is super, super dark, and or if we watch The Boys, we tend to do our palate cleanser. Is are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> <laughs> Them's the shows that I like. <laughs> I am not. Are you not? <laughs> I would tell you what, man. Some of those questions are pretty hard. I mean, because obviously you know at the time, but it, it doesn't carry over with you uh, throughout life. I mean, uh, unless you're in that field. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, for the most part, I mean, because for trivia, I get, you know, I have the board game because I, I try to get as many things as I possibly can to help me out with three trivia nights a week. And um, I did buy that game at one point in time. And I'm like, man, I don't know a lot of these. <laughs> like, I'm definitely not smarter than a fifth grader, but you can anything else outside of that game. I'm, I'm all day long. <laughs> Seems so simple, but then you're like, going, is it a trick question? No, teachers don't usually do trick questions. But yeah, you realize how much you've forgotten since. Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. I do like the the feeling of smug, like arrogance when you actually get it right, but the actual the contestant doesn't. It's just like, uh, yeah, you should have gotten that, Karen. Come on, man, do better next time. Study harder. <laughs> it's a great feeling. The poor- I think that she probably watched back the show and was like, oh my gosh, why would I think that? And she was figure out how many, they're like, take one of the kids and put them on one of the other kids' shoulders. If one of them is uh, two yards and the other one is uh, something, or, anyway, it was, it was like, oh, so conversion from feet to yards. Mm-hmm. And she ended up there going, I think there's 342 feet in a yard. <laughs> Even all the kids are there for bright precious. Like, oh, are there? What? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's that's great. Definitely gonna look that back and be like, oh, what have I said? What do I do? Why? Why? I'm an idiot on national TV. Ugh, nightmare fuel. There's something that I understand that you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know how many bushels of the peck. (laughs) Oh yeah, and how how many days are a fortnight? Yeah. Fortnite's easy. That's 14. Yeah, as I was say, it's 14, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Ding, ding, ding. Only a fun game, and we looked it up when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like Fortnite covers coming out on the Marvel books. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? I forget which title it is, but I, I saw that come across. Almost all of them. Wow. Oh, is it really? Is it this week? Um, they start soon. They're just gonna like roll out. They've got those coming out. They've got the the Ross covers. Oh, I feel like the other one too. It's like okay, 
That's a lot of variants. There's a ton of variants. I did. I do like the um. You know the X Men. They got their snapshot mm-hmm. one shots, and they had. It was a pink throwback cover. That thing looked awesome. Yeah. Um, their throwback covers that we didn't get one for Juggernaut, but that one looked really cool too. Mm-hmm. Digging their 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 throwbacks, and I was hoping that I wasn't gonna dig any of those because I picked up all the Marvel Zombie variants, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm done. And then these throwbacks, I've had to like tell myself not to get them. I'm like, you don't need it. You don't need these covers. And then of course the Alex Rosses that are coming out, they just look beautiful. You just have to have those. Oh, those are really nice. So. They're just ridiculous looking. All right, before we get to comic books, though, I wanted, I saw uh, in one of the news agencies, they posted that uh, they had officially came, come out with, I guess they went through all the critics' reviews and all that stuff. They named the top 10 Disney properties. Ooh. Oh, right on. And these are like, I saw, that, I saw this link before you posted it. This is like the Renaissance films for Disney. It's like the new. Old, the old school stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. So what, Derek, what do you think? What do you think were the, like the top three Disney, if you were to guess? <sighs> hmm. What, so, um, when you say the old school stuff, what kind of stuff is like involved in this? Like, give me like a range of titles if you can. Not, not any, or give me like a, one or two titles with an, a frame of reference. So, I'm, thank you. Think everything from the eighties and nineties, probably. Okay, that's okay. That's what I was expecting. Um, top three, personally, which I would expect to be up there: uh, Hercules, um, okay. Mulan, and then for the third one, I would say. I don't know. Dang, that's a hard one. Other Disney movies from that time. Um, I don't know, but I'm definitely putting those those two up for sure. I'm trying to think of a third one. Perfect. Jazz, what about you? What do you what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go with see. I I never I have never seen Hercules. I've seen Mulan once. I wouldn't put those in my top. I would go probably one of their biggest ones is Lion King. Oh, that's right. gonna be up there. Yeah. So let me do Lion King. One of my all time favorite Disney movies from that time was um I was a big Robin Williams fan, so Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And probably, I would go. What else came out at that time? That's what I'm wondering. Like, uh, my little sister's favorite movie, Little Mermaid. I would probably do those three, only because of the first ones that come to the top of my head, as far as it came out at that time. So for the for I think the top one. What's that? You're gonna kick yourself for what the top one is. I think. Okay. I could be wrong. Now after we go back and look at the list. I swear that the top was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm looking you. at it right now. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, number one with an average score of 94.5. Really? Um, yes. Uh, and number two and number three were both tied. Um, Chaz, you got both of them. Um, yeah. Aladdin and uh, The Lion King. So 90.5 was the score for those ones. Other ones on the list going in order was Little Mermaid. Tarzan was also in there, which I completely like skipped over, completely forgot. Yeah. Uh, Hercules, Mulan, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame was in there. Mm. Also one I never would have thought of. Yeah. Um, this is one completely wasn't expecting. Rescuers Down Under. Did it come out in the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't think so, but it, there it is. And then the last one is Pocahontas. So... Um, I guess they're really painting with all the colors of the wind when it comes to these movies. Ah! Oh, <laughs> Look at this guy. Hey, and with that, I'm logging out. See ya, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the top Disney movies? Is that what the ratings are? Yes. It looks like it's... Um, yeah, every the Disney, like the Renaissance movies, uh, ranked according to critics. So those are the top ten uh, critic ratings for those. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, I totally forgot about some of those. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the difference between number 10 and number 9, so Pocahontas to Rescuers Down Under, is a, uh, what is that, a 14.5 point difference. Pocahontas goes from 56.5, and you go to Rescuers Down Under with an average score of 70. Like, wow. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a big drop. Big drop. Man. Huge difference. That's massive. That's pretty cool. I wonder what the fan favorites are, though. Oh, that'd be a question. You don't feel like those line up pretty good? No, actually, I do. I think the, the, the front half... Um, yeah, it makes sense. I yeah. just, just forgot about a lot of those, really. Your ultimate all-time favorite Disney movie, period. What do you, what do you, what do you got on... Mm. As far as traditional Disney. Not The Avengers! <laughs> Pulp Fiction! Because it's also by Disney now. <laughs> mine's, mine's still the black hole, so I... Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> is, that a, is that a traditional Disney movie, The Black Hole? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Disney. <laughs> oh man. Mine was um it always has been I don't know why, but I I gra- and I I is 101 Dalmatians. Oh. I like I could watch that movie over and over again and I'm not a dog person whatsoever. But something about that movie, I just really like the kid in me just enjoys that movie. I don't know why. Especially that opening sequence where it's like the background, like the falling in love of the people and the, yeah. the- just like the whole like opening sequence with the piano playing oh yeah yeah so obviously like i don't the lighter side that's in there somewhere the speck of the light side is like i don't know because the dark side of me that goes against everything (laughs) (laughs) but not on the list so it's like i we don't see cinderella or I don't, there's not any of the traditional princess movies there. No Bambi. Yeah, those are also like those are older than I think the time frame they were going for. So that's why I think it was. You have a weird sound. Yeah, it's like freaking me out a little bit. It's probably just the people next door tapped, just no, drinking. It's like this. It's almost like an alarm going off, but like. And now Maybe. it's gone. All right, that's weird. Anyway, um, so I'm gonna die tonight. Is what that means. Um, yeah. So like, uh, like the like the Disney movies, like the you know the princesses, uh, Bambi, that kind, Dumbo, all that stuff is more. That's I, I put those as classic Disney, okay. As opposed to Renaissance Disney, which they brought, which I think they're using to clarify more as that um, the going from the traditional pen and like no pen and paper animation into that more digital. Because then you get like the more of the CGI Disney Disney slash Pixar stuff later on, which would be like the modern, yeah, for them. If I had to guess, I'm also just kind of bullshitting my way through this. Well, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> feasible considering what is on the list and what's off the list. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Now, if it's Pixar films, Toy Story, hands down. Yes, yes, Toy Story is the reason why I went off to college. <laughs> what? Really? What? Really? It is. Yeah, so like my first real job out of uh, high school, I was a tattoo artist. Well, I was a body piercer and a tattoo artist at uh, a place in the woodlands called Fine Line Tattoos. It was right next to the big old uh, Baptist church that was on 45 here going north. Anyway, so I went to a com- uh, I'm sorry, a tattoo convention, and I'm, uh, I had just got done with a piece, and I'm walking around, and I got to this the section and it was a whole bunch of like older tattooers doing a whole bunch of traditional stuff which is super popular now but back then it just wasn't and they had like nobody in line they were doing nothing for like the entire convention and i was like that's my life like that's that's me like when i get that age and i don't want that to be me they look just so lonely <laughs> so that day i was like i called my mom and i was like uh, i'm gonna go to college <laughs> she was like thank god she's like what do you want to do and i told her i said i have no idea um that night um i put on toy story and i was like i could be an animator let me be an animator so the very next day i signed up and then packed my bags went to college in colorado to become an animator and found out that animation takes forever and i do not have patience so through there uh, I, w- I took a film class just because I had my 3D art teacher, who was my film class teacher, he took me outside and was like, hey, you don't belong here. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was like, well, he said, because your passion 
is film, and I could see that. He said, between the two, you were just dominating in this field. We were supposed to do three projects in a semester in, in the film class. I'd ended up doing 16 because I had all these ideas. And I was like, let me do it all. He was like, you need to go to film school. So then I transferred to SFA in Nacogdoches to get my master's in film. And then my band got signed, and now I don't use any of it. <laughs> totally. Wow. So, but yeah, so Toy Story was big for me because without that, who knows? I mean, I'd still be making lots of money as a tattoo artist. <laughs> Maybe. But, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's so weird how little things can change everything, your whole trajectory. Right? It is. It's just weird. I don't know. It's like fate or the universe or something. So something put me on this path, which leads me to the show on Nerd News Now. Without, what? without Toy Story, I would not be sitting here right now. Crazy. So I see how I circled back. <laughs> Jen, your favorite Pixar movie. Oh, gosh. It's so hard to choose, which is my absolute favorite. Is uh, I wouldn't call it my favorite, but I would say it's the most impacts me the most. Like I, I just know I'm only gonna watch the movie I really want to feel a lot of feels is Up. Because mm. I will Nothing. cry twice, no matter what I say to myself that I'm not gonna cry in those two spots, but I'm going to every time. Yeah. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen Up once. Okay, so what for you? You see, definitely. So, Jen, where are the two, po two parts? I'm thinking of my own two right now. I want to see how accurate they are. I want to see what yours are. Um, I'm having a hard time remembering the second one. The first one's definitely when, like, it goes through his whole life with his wife. Yeah, the first, yeah. like, five, five, ten minutes of just sadness. Yeah, yeah no, it's... But the it's, second yeah. on that, I think, later on in the film, which also all again. Yeah. I, if it's what I'm thinking it is, personally, it's like... I think it's when they have like they have like the, the falling out between them, and it's like no, I don't know. It's it's uh there's a there's a tough moment where it's uh they they all split up for some reason. It's like oh no, there's no, something very and needed about getting to be openly emotional and not being someone else is going to judge you for it because they're totally crying too. Oh yeah, Chaz might not see him, but he's definitely crying on the inside most most time when he's watching movies. Okay, no, you you want to you want to feel you want to feel good about yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'll throw a crying thing in there. I've got a heart. Um, the only movie I cried in during I was at the theater. Saw saw it in theaters. So it was a great movie. It was uh, the Green Mile. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? I sobbed like nobody's business. Huh. I'm in the theater by myself, and I'm like, great. I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. It was a good movie, and up until the end, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gross slobber crying, and just like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then leaving the theater going, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, where did that come from? Obviously, I needed to get some something off my chest. So I chalked it up as that, right? I had all these emotions built up, and that was just an excuse for me to cry. Well, it comes out on DVD. Of course, I buy it, and I put it in. And here it comes again. I'm like, no, God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I mean, I've seen it so many times that when I when I see it now, I don't cry, but I do get choked up. And I'm like, how can you do that to this man? Like knowing he's this great, I mean, just, and he's just like, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, it's, I'm, I'm getting Kevin Smith about it right now. <laughs> like, anyway, so yeah, 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 there you have it. That, that was mine. I don't tell people that. Why am I telling you guys? This is like therapy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Arrival? Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. that's great. So the oh, like it doesn't affect you the first time you see the movie because you don't know what you're really watching, but the second time through, when you see her go through the life of her daughter and realize what's really going on, I yep. cry every time, and I watch that movie a lot. I could just can't get over this. That like. She knows exactly what she's doing and still doing it. Yeah, I think you're, you're right. When I watch it the first time, it once everything made sense, once the connection hit, I, like, all of a sudden it was like this almost floodgate of like, oh my God. And I think that was one of the things I remember like thinking about. It's like, oh, oh. But, uh, oh no, that's, that's, you're right about that one. Oh. And the music they have right there makes it impossible to not cry. It's oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Ever. <laughs> now I want to watch the rival. <laughs> yeah, we should just watch that and commentate on it. <laughs> <Since Mark's> like, <laughs> look at me, these crying buffoons over here. <laughs> watch the cast of Nerd News now. I think it came out at a weird time because there's a lot. There's either people that have watched it and love it and obsess about it or people that have never heard of it. It was like one of those weird, it like snuck in there maybe when a lot of other popular stuff was out and people missed it somehow. I think you're right because I remember my friend Mike dragged me to the theaters like, hey, we're seeing this movie. I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. And it, it was amazing. But like, I don't think there was, I'm trying to see what what else was out at that point. 2016? Oh, God. Oh. That was so long ago. <laughs> I wasn't thinking it'd be that long ago, though. That's my thing. Um yeah, what else released around that time? I don't know. You could Google 2016 movies. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm doing right now. Thanks. There was a something Marvel, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, of course. Here. November 2016 movie releases. It's like I have a power research into the, the palm of my hand. Okay, so... Uh, things that came out in November of 2016, and the, probably the reason why Arrival got like as uh, not as much of a thing as it did. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. That's uh, all that. Moana. That was another big one. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, I think the Trolls movie came out at that point. Um, Bad Santa 2 was around that time as well. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on in November in terms of like bigger names and some indie indie like sci-fi movie like that. So it kind of makes sense. Oh yeah. I'm surprised more people know about Bad Santa 2 than Arrival. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Bad Santa 2. I saw the first one and I'm like, okay, cool. It is what it is. I mean, it wasn't all that great, but no. enough to get a number two. I was surprised when number two came around because what I'm sure I'm not seeing it, not knowing what it's about. But I'm sure the gang gets back together to do one last robbery. <laughs> yep. No yeah. one last mall, but the Mall of America, because it's the biggest mall. <laughs> this week, I, I met and bonded with Rom V over Arrival. Did you really? Really? When I met him was at a Comics Pro meeting, and they split us up into roundtable discussions, and he was at one of the roundtables I was sitting in. And we were all kind of like we were totally being off book and talking about things that weren't, that weren't part of what we we're supposed to be discussing at our round table. But that's okay. All right. But uh, he handed me his business card. And on one side, it was like completely like English, interesting, you know, like Rom B, follow me at, you know, this. And the other side had written in Heptapod. But if you haven't watched Arrival, you don't know this, but Heptapod is, a, is a, basically a big circle. It's like, there's no way to read it unless you know Heptapod. And that's all there is on that side of the card. And oh. I said, gosh, that's awesome. And he was like, wait, you know what that is? I'm like, I know. I said, yes. He goes, what does it say? I said, it says human. And he was like, what? Dude, that's so awesome. I bet his mind was blown, right? At that oh, point. That's... <laughs> God. Dude, that's cool. That's really cool. I really, really, really wanted to find a book. I've, I wanted to find Eric Heiser because Eric Heiserer is the person who created the language of Heptapod for the movie. I wanted him to have written a book or given us some kind of like you know, the art of the movie with all the stuff because the premise of the movie is is that if you learn Heptapod, then time is no longer linear for you because their language isn't linear. Yeah. And the experience time isn't linear. So I was convinced that if I could figure out what the language was like I would really actually learn the language I was going to do the experiment to see if I could make it happen <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, that, that would be so cool so I guess you didn't find the book yeah no no if you go uh so my husband looked up and he thought he had found it it was this little pamphlet that he bought me that said you know learn how to speak learn how to read heptapod but it was really just like this really weird like religious um i don't it was a nuts kind of thing huh. it had nothing to do with other than the name it didn't have anything to do with it, right? oh sadness oh that's disappointing yeah it was like a wah, wah. yeah but, well, don't you know that guy or no the, he, 
Yeah. Uh, not directly. I mean, I indirectly could probably reach him. That's what I want to do. I would have to talk to Dinesh, though. Oh, yeah. What's, what's totally stopping you? You should totally do this, Jen. That's my new goal. I'm going to say, Dinesh, tell Eric I need all the heptapod information because I'm going to try to open up time. <laughs> and he'll go, I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> and he'll say, okay, Jen. <laughs> and he's like, okay, Jen. What <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> you say, Jen? <laughs> uh, so uh, October's rolling around here and like, well, when we record this, it's rolling around uh, like in three days. Um, y'all big fans of horror movies or shows of the like? Jen, probably not. I am. I was re- when I was a kid. I was super, super. I was a big fan of um, yeah. horror. Um, not so much lately, but um, I, I, I still love the genre. Did you guys catch uh, Haunting of Hill House? I think it was last year released on Netflix. Um, oh man, so it's really good. It's you know, it's it's, it's a it's a haunting story, and I think I. Something knock over and I'm gonna die tonight for sure. Um, you know, family buys a house and it turns out it's haunted and the, like it, it possesses um, it, it possesses people so they can eat, it basically eats them and makes them linger there. Uh, really well done. It's one of those it's one of those things where it's there are some like you know rah moments where it is just in, innately scary because it's kind of what it's meant to be. But there's also a lot of um, hidden things like kind of throughout it. Like I, I remember watching this thing. It's a flashback sequence. Where, you know, dad's walking around the house checking on the kids and he walks by the statue and it's facing one direction. When he walks by the first time, he goes by, checks on the doors, come, and he comes walking right back. And now this, he doesn't, doesn't pays no attention to this thing. Now the statue's turned and is looking at him. And it's filled with all these weird moments like that. Um, turns out the show was successful enough. They actually are doing um, almost like a sequel kind of spinoff of it. Um, kind of like how American Horror Story has their different seasons. Uh, we have The Haunting of Blind Manor coming out soon. October 12th is when it's going to be. It's going to be kind of like anthology once again, how American Horror Story does stuff. Uh, keep all of the, um, well, most of the original cast members from Hill House are coming back as new characters. Um, it should be really cool. I'm, I'm super excited for this. I also like um, kind of that constant tension building horror. So it should be pretty interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. October is spooky season, and I'm not one of those wing nuts who goes crazy for Halloween, but it's a great time. <laughs> I like the feel of Halloween. You know, I just like I don't know the weather's changing, and it's kind of spooky. And I like horror, uh, haunted houses. I wish I were one of those cats who would love to get dressed up and just do things and just go over the top with it. But yeah. I just don't like getting dressed up. But I yeah. wish I did because there's so much cool stuff. Like anytime I get get dressed up in like a big elaborate costume, like the only thing I can think of is like, when can I take this off? Because <laughs> the very first, so like several years back, Kiss uh, released a line of uh, exact replicas of their costumes, and I was like, oh, and I'm a huge Kiss fan, so I I bought a few, <laughs> and the one that cost. So much money, and I wore once for a Halloween thing was Gene Simmons' 1976 Destroyer outfit. The costume itself was it was more expensive than the other ones, but the boots alone were four hundred dollars. <laughs> but they're the Gene Simmons demon boots, and it was great. So anyway, I have the whole thing on, and um, again, the only thing I think of is when can I take this off? But everybody loved it. Everybody wanted a picture, and another thing was every bar that we went to. You know, the bouncer, the door guy was like, oh, dude, you got to get a picture. Cool. Okay, where's your ID so I can let you in? But how do we know this is you? And I'm like, dude. It was just so bad. Like, some bars wouldn't let me in because they were like, we don't know if this is you or not. Okay, cool. Let me just draw the makeup on the face real fast. (laughs) So I had to stick with going to bars that people actually knew me. Oh. Where I could be like, yo, man, it's Chaz. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, whatever. But so that was kind of disappointing as well. Because I was wrecking shop at uh, costume contests. The ones that I was able to do. Um, but yeah, man, other than that, I love haunted houses. I love the feel. I love candies. Um, all the decorations when people go all crazy and whatnot. It just brings back good memories of 
trick or treating, which nobody does really anymore. I think there's yeah. like a designated uh, neighborhood that people like trick or cheat, trick or treat in, you know? Yeah. And that's about it. Like we're all going to such and such now, or in your neighborhood, there's like four lights on, and they get those little bit of fun size bags. You don't even get the full bars. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I think trick or treating is like I think we know it is dead. Like there is no, it's not the same. Um, I know like a lot of places now do like trunk or treat, which I guess is the thing I learned down here, where like they go to um, it's like a designated like school parking lot or a church parking lot, and it's just like hey, go around to people you know and do it there. But like the days of just walking around random neighborhoods, going to random people's houses and getting I don't know just a ton of candy, it's no longer a thing. And it's it it's I don't know I don't want to say it's sad, but it's a little depressing. It is, and the fact I, I remember trick or treating, you know, when I was little, and you hear all these stories about, oh, there's drugs in them uh, candies, and or you better watch out for razor blades. And if you go back and look, there's like zero cases of razor blades ever being into anything, and there was like one case of um, somebody having like crack cocaine in their in their trick or treat bag, but obviously it was given by accident because yeah, you got, if you got drugs, you ain't giving away to a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, see, I. Those articles where it's like, yeah, watch out for like you know candy edibles in the season because it's going to be you know drugs. Be it's like, trust yeah. me, if you have candy edibles, you are not giving those away to kids. No, not on purpose. <laughs> no one in their right no. mind is doing this. No, and not even that. If you're like, well, let me give away my drugs, and that way they come back to me. Well, unless you got your name on it, fool, ain't nobody gonna come see you. Really? <laughs> We've been to thirty houses. One of these thirty houses gave us some drugs. Let's knock on all the doors and ask. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was me who gave your kids drugs. Like, get out of here. It doesn't happen. I wish people would wake up sometimes. And that's what killed trick-or-treating. Yeah. Well, that molesters. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. There's the mic drop tonight. Thanks for coming. And we're out, guys. Uh, This has been Nerd News Now. (laughs) It's comics. Comic time. Yes, it is comic time. We have... There's uh, some great comics coming up, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait. Uh, obviously, the queen of comics knows all about said comics. All right. I think the biggest one is going to be Department of Truth, which has a secret variant, by the way, so you guys be careful when you're going through them. The main cover's got a specific president on it. You know how mm-hmm. it's got like the presidents with the eyes out? Yeah. I think yeah. the variant's got, like, I think it's the, the, the regular ones has, has uh, John Kennedy, and I think the other one's got Robert Kennedy on it. I'm not sure because I didn't see a close-up picture, but but they're just like randomly inserted. They're not oh. a variant print run. Oh, right on, cool. Because I, I do remember um, uh, the base cover, and I didn't know anything about the secret cover, so that's pretty cool. I mean, it's good to know because since you know it, obviously all the other collectors are going to know it, and I'm going to be getting phone calls all day about it. Um. The Department of Truth, that um, that cover, for all you punk fans out there, uh, it reminds me of The Misfits. Yeah. They have a song called Bullet, and uh, their single had Kennedy on it and whatnot. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, there's a Misfits book? And no. But uh, right on, right on. Well, cool. Um, that one looks very interesting for sure. And I think what the other big one is going to be is uh, The Three Jokers, number two. Yeah. It's going to be a huge one. Gonna be great, and the covers on it look so awesome. Do you, are you? Do you guys get the like the playing cards, and how do you? How are you guys distributing them? Um. So we had we we got quite a few of them. So we would for free comic book day, we had like the table with all the free comics on it, and like we stuck a pack there, and people would just kind of grab one. And then when Three Jokers came out, if you bought if you bought a book, we gave them out. Yeah. We we just had so many. I think we still have a bunch still, don't we? I, that I'm not sure. Okay. That I'm not sure. So we did like a promotion or whatever. If you bought uh, the three premium covers, mm-hmm. you could buy all three for each book or whatever. I like a discounted price, but the the base A and B you would have to buy separately. So of course I bought everything, everything, because I need my Batgirl cover with the blood on it. Yes. Yep. And then there's an awesome cover of Joker taking the white, or maybe he's putting on the makeup. It was uh, kind of like a throwback to like uh, Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is cool. So those are my two favorite covers 
as far as the Joker goes. But there's still a bunch of, not as many as there were last week, there's still a whole bunch of reprints. I just feel like that's going to happen forever. The reprints for last week was ridiculous. Yep. It was insane. Like, what is going on? I mean, there were like, there were like three reprints for Thor alone or whatever. It was like two, five, and six. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then Venom has reprints at the wazoo. There's just so many. Like, I'm just like, I'm done with reprints. <laughs> I'm so done with reprints. Just buy your comics when they come out. They're out. They're done. Who cares? <laughs> Sorry for you. Go on the internet, buy your stuff. Uh, it's so crazy. So nuts. I think I had to borrow like 20 minutes from the next live show because I ran over because there was so much extra, like those kinds of things. Yeah. Instead of just like the normal, like, here's the books that released this week. It's like, here's the books that released this week and the ones that released last week and the ones before that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, what in the world? So why are there so many reprints going on? It's just it's, it's they weren't expecting them to be hits, or what's what's going on with that? They have really really tight print runs right now, so they're okay. get to FOC time. That number is a pretty set number for them. Yeah, so, you know they they give it its normal bump for print, but by the time those books come out, usually the print runs all been sucked up from people like going, oh, okay, people added it to their pull box, so I'm going to order it through Diamond. So then it sucks all the print run up. You have opening day. There's yeah. none. So if you and I as comic book store purveyors, comic purveyors need them, they just don't exist. So now they're, they're saying, okay, well, we realize that now, because you'll, you'll see this sometimes, you'll have number one come out, and then on the same day, number one second print, it's because that's what happened, is they knew that the print run was already sold out, so they, they put on the back end of it, print another, you know, 3,000 or whatever of them to, to meet what we know is already the overrun that we have back orders on. Okay. So then... You, you know, you, then you've got third print on its way already because they know that that already sold out. Boom's been doing yeah. that. That's, that's been happening is they had so much extra run be sucked up by last minute orders as people, you know, finally go, oh, I heard on the internet, this is the thing I've got to have. Mm -hmm. so that, yeah, it's not like it was back in the 90s when the print overrun was in the millions. <laughs> you were like, fine, I'll just get it eventually. Yeah. Okay, no, I've always been curious, like, you know, especially when it's, I mean, there's so many of them, like it has been recently. Like, it's crazy how many reprints. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that with uh, Empire Number no. One. When Empire Number no. One came out, we had all the different variants. So, of course, you know, on top of our, uh, our, our comic boxes or whatever, next to the pops, I put all the different variants because there's just so many. And um, I'm going through, and I'm like, number one reprint, I was like, are we late? Did we get the, did we get the number one late? I was like, because we already have the reprint. So everybody would come in, and I'm like, hey, there's all the variants, and plus the reprint's already out, and I don't know why. And they're like, really? So they would snatch it up. They yep. would snatch up the reprint before the actual number one. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. But, I mean, I was just so confused until I figured out uh, what they were doing, like what Jen had just said. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, at least we got rid of them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I have to yeah. worry about it. I think what's yeah. happening is that people are realizing that the regular print run is probably the smallest it's ever been in history. And so that you also are led to believe that that overprint, the, the, you know, second print, third print, whatever, those are yeah. also the smallest prints of those that we're going to see in history. So they're probably smart to stick them away because history is going to look back, collect, collecting history is going to look back on this time and say, those are the books to have because they were the, you know, lowest supply books that there have ever been in comic bookdom. Hmm. You see, I've been picking up the, um, so, you know, I've got like Thor and Venom or whatever on my pull list and whatnot, and I know they're they're high in reprints. The reprints I've been buying for, to give away all my trivia nights or whatever, because I started buying them just to keep them because I knew the print low run was going to be low. But there's so many at this point. If it's a cool cover, I'll buy it. But other than that, like I'll buy one to give away and whatnot for for trivia. But if there's just so many at this at this point, man, I just can't. I just can't keep up. I don't have the money for it. Um, but yeah, they're definitely gonna be collectors' items, I would think. Mm -hmm. Said run, but 
And I think one of our pull box customers just says every print of every Marvel. <laughs> wow. Yes. Man. You know that dude ain't married. <laughs> or he's got a <laughs> he's got a good job. <laughs> well, there it is. Oh, he's got a lot of money, that's for sure. There you go. There that's you go. awesome. So what else should we be looking forward to this week? I know there's some stuff. There's some other stuff. Um there I and there there's a lot of number ones uh coming out. Oh, a big thing like uh spawn. That that's been I've I've seen an uptick in spawn lately, especially yeah. that 309 Western McFarlane cover, and that came out as a reprint. It's yeah, it was a great cover. Mm -hmm. Is Farling doing another um, cover for 310? Do you know? I don't know what I think. I don't think we still have the art for two of the covers, do we? Wasn't it still showing blank out at, at uh, Diamond? Oh, well, there's so I'm looking right now and it says coming soon, Tard McFarlane sketch variant one in 50. So. Oh. That's gonna be awesome, and then one's like a karate spawn, and the other one kind of looks like the Punisher spawn. But the base cover looks very McFarlane, so it's probably the base cover is probably a McFarlane, which the sketch cover will be the the incentive. It looks like nice. That looks cool. Uh, Batman Joker Warzone number one comes out, so I guess we're ending that series, which is gonna be cool. Yep. Um, which has been a great series so far. Yeah, kind of hard to know when to stop pulling those books for people because it kind of feels like there's aftermath that's going to be happening in the books but we don't know, really know how important the aftermath is going to be right the, i just um i just stopped pulling them when they take them off their pool list <laughs> so i'm like yeah you want to you want all five of these books not a problem <laughs> we'll take your monies for sure uh, what a Strange Academy three comes out, and that's got a Dormammu um, cover, which the Dormammu cover for wait is that a reprint? No, Dormammu cover for number one was the big one, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, so yeah, number three has got Dormammu on it. So if you're listening, get your Dormammus now. Uh, the Immortal Hulk number one, the Threshing Place. I don't know what that is about. But anything with the Mortal Hulk on it is just going to sell like nobody's business. Giant size X-Men tribute to uh, the Cockroom. The cover looks amazing. I guess there's really nothing else. I mean, uh, Transformers versus what are you doing to Terminator? I blew up your car. Turn into a chopper. Turn into a chopper now. Have I done what? Oh no, I haven't. Oh, you guys have that as a skit. Arnold all the time, though, don't we? Yeah, but we haven't like done a skit or anything. No, yeah, actually, yeah. I probably I, I'm writing that down because it is Halloween. So right after Halloween, I'm sure I could find a Terminator. Uh, I could do something. Turn into a chopper. Hold on. <laughs> turn into a chopper now. <laughs> we need Danny for the skit. Just saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> Daniel, turn into a chopper. Turn into a chopper. What are you doing? Uh, Stranger Things. They've got a new one out. Why? Is, oh, TMNT Best Raphael number one. That should be a big one. IDW, and it's a great cover. Yeah. So I guess they're probably gonna do one-offs on all the turtles. Mm. I'm public, assuming. Public service announcement. Go to servethebutton.com and push that button so we can get our bad idea comics. I'm sitting next door to a very famous piece of hardware. He's a lot of work. He's a piece of work. We we're playing uh, hide go seek today, and he was hiding out in the bushes. He's crazy. I saw you. Uh, I saw you post with um, with it strapped in to your passenger side. Yep. Yeah, safety first. Safety always. So, always. Why don't you tell the people how you uh, obtained this awesome piece of awesomeness? This, this is the famous The Button Cup. So, uh, Bad Idea did a big promotion where they pitted uh, 
the so there were 100 stores that were early adopters for the bad idea brand and so they took all of them and put them into four teams those four teams battled each other and whittled themselves down to uh, one team worth of stores and those got all split up and put in a giant tournament of champions for pushing the button in which we had like i think the first round was like 15 minutes worth of solid button pushing for your team uh i think that's the when you got down to like quarterfinals it was like a half an hour and the finals mm-hmm. it was like an hour of button pushing which by the way and this is no lie after 31 minutes of pushing button uh your finger stops being able to feel anything so it was a it was a, a mind numbing and finger numbing experience according to all my customers too that were also pushing button <laughs> but uh it was a great event and uh thanks to all of our local peeps and our customers and i think bedrock was pushing for us i don't know mm. if you guys were, were pushing the button at all but uh yeah we it was a group effort i think all of texas was pushing for our team at the very end so yeah uh, yeah that's very true because we were a part of it um i i, I got stuff like very late on what to do and what uh, what was going on and and whatnot so we tried on a day but i think once it got well once it got down to it I remember just sitting here at the computer and pushing for space cadets. So yeah, just... it out, you guys, because you gotta know our. So the person we were up against at the very end is Brainy Singe, that owns uh, Enjoy Comics in California, who is oh. one of my very best friends in the industry, and he don't play, man. So I knew that we would have to step up big time. So it was, I was very thankful to have everyone pushing for our team. So now it lives in Texas. Texas all wins. It's a shout. So is this like a cup that, so uh, like if the competition happens again, like you'll have to relinquish said cup or is this just your cup now? Uh, from my cold, dead hands. Uh, <laughs> all right. From my cold, dead, button-pushing hands. Vin Diesel would have to come for it himself. There you go. Would but, you rather drink something out of it or eat something out of it? Oh, neither. Neither. He also he also steals the sheets. Uh. <laughs> I have I have foot, photographic proof. I'll post tomorrow. So that means your husband's sleeping on the couch. Sleeping <laughs> <laughs> shifts now. Oh, the right. Button is just it's very diva-ish. <laughs> right on. So, yeah, but uh, so if Vin Diesel comes to get that cup, he's gonna have to dance like Jarek did in the the counter space video, or like. Oh, like the bloodshot, the bloodshot dance. There we go. Uh huh. I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're right, and so I guess what? It's done. It's over, right? Is that it? Is that? Yeah. I, yeah. It's yeah. It's been an hour. Wow. Um. Unless any, do you guys have anything else? Yeah. You, you have uh, anything coming up at the store there, Jen? Any events or anything going on? No. Um. We're looking forward to the holiday season. We're getting ready to. Decorate for Dia de los Muertos. This is our next holiday. Right on, right on. Jarek, you got anything coming up? Uh, I'm going to start texting Vin Diesel to see if he can do a dance for us. Nah. And then I Twittering him, all that fun stuff. I'm going to personally text Vin Diesel. I have his number, obviously. Uh, I want that cup, <laughs> you know, give it to him. It'll be, it will happen. <laughs> right on. Um, I don't have anything coming up either. But somebody asked me, they were like, what are you drawing tonight? So somebody asked me to draw a scarecrow. So, of course, uh, they probably meant from the Wizard of Oz, and I'm like, nay, nay, sir. Oh, let's see. So this is from our The Adventure Begins slide. So I I draw in that, and there's just nothing behind it. But, but yeah, so that's one of the slides from The Adventure Begins show. I try to draw on that, and the person who requested it, you can have it. Unless you want to pay me money or whatever. That's always fun, too. So... Cool, man, but yeah, we don't have anything coming up. We've got uh, some spooky painting thing going on this yep. month at the shop, if you're into painting miniatures. We got our second sports card break on October 30th. Um, we did our first one the other day, like I said, and it was a lot of fun. But um, what's up? How'd it go? Yeah. Wait, sorry, I didn't hear you. The, the sports card break. What was that event like? Oh, so what we did was, so we had two boxes of Topps Chrome 2020, and then um, 
we have so there's 30 there's 30 baseball teams and you have people who buy slots and it's randomized and whatnot but um and then you just open packs and whoever has that team gets those packs uh, get get those cards whether it's like a, uh, like specialty cards or there was uh, two autographs per box so some people went home very very happy and we sold out uh really fast which was awesome and just opening up cards and in between the boxes i opened up garbage Pail kids cards and that's where i was having fun and uh, it seemed like the people watching were having fun too they were just laughing but it kind of promotes that side too where people were like oh you you carry the garbage Pail kids we're like oh yeah come on in but um yeah i mean it was a lot of fun so this next one's gonna be football hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot. yeah <laughs> so anyway man Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by The Adventure Begins, Comics and Games, and of course, Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like The Best of You. I'm sorry, The Best You. Woodlands House and Home, Cooking Off the Cuff with Chef Wayne, The Adventure Begins Show, Texas Storytellers, Purple Politics and Between the Trees Business Talk, just to name a lot. <laughs> It says just to name a few, but there's a lot of shows, man. We also have live and on-demand CISD football. Live most Thursdays, Fridays, and some Saturdays. Because Sundays for the NFL, y'all. <laughs> you can watch all of these on the Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD 21, over the air on your TV. All of these shows and more on Roku right now for me and for you. Search and add the Woodlands Online, I'm sorry, search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. Now you can listen to our podcast show on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, or just watch it live right here every Monday at 8.30. I'm Chaz. I'm Jared. And we'll see you next time, right? On Nerd News Now. See ya, nerds.